This is a fun vacation, I can tell you. Growing up, uh, I was probably uh, maybe 10 or 11, and I was sitting on one side of the back seat of the car. Of course, then you didn't really need to have seatbelts on. This was back in the dark ages. Uh, and then <laughs> I had my middle sister was sitting over on the other side of the car. You know, we both had the window seats. And our little sister, who was probably four, um, was sitting on the center, mm. you know, where the, there used to be like, we call it the hump, sure. <laughs> you know, in the back seat of the car. And she had a bag and she was getting sick in the bag because she was getting car sick. Because you made her sit in the middle. On a, on a road trip to Florida. And my, my dad being the, you know, the Chevy Chase of the group could not stop. He's got to make great time no, there. We, you know, it's a competition. He's got to beat his time, you know, from the last time we went to visit my grandparents in Florida. So he's just speeding along and, you know, tells my sister, use the bag, use the bag. And so she's getting sick. And by the way, yes, it was a clear plastic uh, bag. Uh. So both my sister and I are trying to look away, but you can't get away from the smell. <laughs> and, you know, we're like, Dad, please stop the car. No. We're going. We got to keep going. And then uh, we finally got mercy because in the front seat, my mom got sick. And you hear that unmistakable sound of your mom getting sick. The bleh. And my dad realized at that point it was time to pull over. Mommy! It's the mom cast. Really, mom? Mommy! Mom! You are listening. Mom cast. The mom cast. That was one of our many experiences with road trips. And that's what we're talking about because, Greg, as you know, it is spring break time. That's right. And that sounds like Davis. He was a barfer. Was he? <laughs> oh, yeah. Like so bad where we would have a barf kit for him. It just like this big bib and a little bucket. We would just pack it everywhere we went because it was inevitable. We'd get on the road 20 minutes and he'd get car sick. Now, you'd pull over, I'm sure, but you had to have that immediate Sure, he couldn't hold it because right. he was I mean, he's three. Little. Yeah, yeah, and my sister was the same way. That was part of it, too. And but... he's grown out of it now, knock on wood. Oh, but, thank uh, goodness. It was a common occurrence for about oh, two years of his life. That is awful, and it is <laughs> awful to try and travel. And that's what we're talking about, how you deal with, I'm not sure which is worse, you know, the road trip can be bad, but also, you know, these days a lot more families fly. Sure. Um, there are some more affordable options. I know we use some of those more affordable options to fly, but that also means trying to get through security with kids, mm -hmm. which that in and of itself keeps, I think, some families from even doing it. We had a horror story of flying as well with Mabel. She was barely uh, one, and uh, our whole family went to Mexico. And <sighs> she made it down there perfectly. You know, it was, it was a fun trip down, but on the way back, she cried. 90% of the of the way there. Oh. Uh, and we we were well prepared. We had the, the snacks and the toys and the activities and everything and everything we tried it just it just wouldn't work. And uh so finally we we're, we get we land here in Ohio and we get out and we're kind of in customs waiting to to get in and it's late and everybody's in line and kind of just there's a silence and everybody's kind of just waiting patiently and then Mabel starts crying again, oh, and you no. can just hear this collective groan from the, <laughs> everyone who had put up with it. So I, uh, I have a, a newfound respect for parents who have to fly, whether they have to f for for whatever reason or for for pleasure. 
I will always cut them slack because I had to deal with it. Well, we have help. We're going to help you uh, make it a little easier to go on a road trip or get through customs, especially, or even just security at an airport. Not so much customs. We're going to help you with that because there's just a lot of preparation that goes into that. We'll also share some stories from our recent Sip and Shop event at Polaris Fashion Place. Uh, Some of you moms share some of your road trip stories, some good ones, some that, uh, well, they're just lasting memories. Let's put it that way. So we know spring break just around the corner. And for some parents, I mean, just the thought, I have to admit, getting on a plane with my daughter frightened me to the point where I didn't do it until after she was a year old because I there was just so much stuff, stuff everywhere. (laughs) And I I just my heart always goes out to parents that have, you know, one or many children trying to just haul everything through the airport and get through security. So we have some help. Pamela Gann is a family travel and homeschool blogger, and she helps families get more prepared for their next adventure. Pamela, thank you so much for joining us on MomCast. Thanks for having me, Stacey. All right. So I, I just kind of painted that picture. I, I have to say, I think for a lot of parents, just going to, you know, the grocery store is <laughs> is hard enough because there's so much stuff. How do you prepare to get your kids? I'm I get stressed out about getting myself through airport security. So let's talk about parents with kids. How do we do it? Where do we start? Well, Stacy, one of the most beautiful things that I found is kids under 12 can leave on their shoes. I know. And <laughs> it, sounds, it sounds so small, but when you imagine taking your kids' shoes off and then having to put them right back on, it sounds very daunting. But just the fact that they get to leave their shoes on for me was a very big comfort because it was one less thing I had to do. <laughs> Every parent right now is saying yes, because <laughs> we know what that's like. I mean, it's a big deal. And there's like people you feel like the people behind you are breathing down your neck. Right. Yeah. Um, I found, honestly, Stacy, that most other passengers, they either are parents and they understand or they just see a, a mom and dad trying to get their kids their security, and you're never going to see them again. They probably won't even be on your flight. So I take my time because my kids are worth it, mm-hmm. and I urge every mom and dad out there, you just take your time and because if you forget something, it's just going to be so much more stressful, and, and just take your time. You won't see them, those people behind you again. <laughs> right. Well, and I think you're right, too, because I found – when we took our daughter, um, she was kind of toddling around and people were smiling at her and people were talking to her and it was a lot more uh, friendly. <laughs> the skies ended up being a lot more friendly. <laughs> than right. I, I, it was all stuff I imagine like that, you know, oh, I hope I don't, you know, I hope she doesn't cry. I hope she doesn't do this. I hope she doesn't do that. And people, you're right, were probably a lot more kind than we as parents expect them to be. Right. I, I think a lot of times we read one bad story online and then we build this thing up in our heads and it's not like that. It's just not like that at all. Um, Stacey, another thing, the stroller has to go through security, so it has to be x-rayed. So if you have a small child, I found that a lot of the um, security at different airports will let you baby wear. So if you have a small baby, mm-hmm. your the car seat, the stroller, everything has to be x-rayed. But if you have a small baby and you can baby wear them, if you have 
um, metal rings that won't work, but if you have a, a, a baby carrier, and you can wear your baby through security. So you have your hands to do everything you need to do, but you've got your baby right there where you need them. Right. Oh, that makes it a lot easier. It I can't does. really do that with an 11-year-old, though. No. <laughs> <laughs> After a while, they're on their own. <laughs> uh, we should talk about this, too, because I... I worried about this. My daughter's 11 now, and I was really stressed out about the whole breast milk thing. Right. It, um, you will want to pack it separately from your other things. Put it in a bin on its own because it is its own special thing. And tell them, hey, I have breast milk here. It may require a few extra tests. It may take you a few extra minutes to get through, so make sure you have the time. But Breast milk, express breast milk can go through security. You're not, um, you don't have to have it in the clear plastic bags. Like you don't have the same rules with liquids that you do with breast milk. Well, it's just, it's a different thing. Yeah. And I, and I would encourage moms to look at that because I mean, a lot of things for kids, um, they make the allowances, like we can't take certain drinks and stuff through, but uh, for babies, and for children, there are some things that they do allow to go through. Right. Yes. And you just keep it separate and you tell them, hey, this is the juice for my child or this is the formula because formula is the same way. This is the formula for my child because you can't buy formula inside the airport. So you have to take it. And I, I know it's a, a very stressful thing for parents, but I just urge you to to do it anyway to go and to put the milk in a separate container, send it through security, tell them, hey, this is breast milk or this is formula or, you know, this is for my child, and they will screen it separately. It will be a different thing. Give yourself a few extra minutes, and and you'll be on your way. You also uh, had a tip for people that, you know, when you have a child that has special needs, that can be particularly stressful as well. But there are uh, allowances for, for parents to help make that transition as smooth as possible, more so for the child. Yes. Um, some people have, you know, if, whether you have a wheelchair or you just have a child that is going to need a few extra minutes, um, it it can be scary. It can be frightening as a parent to to put, to go through that. I mean, it, it's, it's frightening for me, and mm-hmm. I don't have to have any special allowances. But you can tell them, you know, the first person you see, you let them know what it is that you need. And you tell everybody that you come to what it is that you need for your child. And, you know, just be your child's advocate and it's going to work out just fine. And you can do some preparation ahead of time, right? You can make a call. Yes, you can call. And you, um, I would urge, especially if you're at a small airport, you know, call ahead, talk to your airline talk to the airport authorities if you if you need to talk to someone you can just call ahead and 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 let them know that you're coming and what exactly you're going to need and there is the the i wanted to mention tsa cares you can call about 72 hours prior and make some arrangements if you have children with special needs and there may be some parents that that do not know that um you mentioned another thing i i was worried about and it was needless are IDs for your kids? Yeah, I my nephew just went flying recently, and he was staying inside the state. But his his parents got him a passport anyway. It's not necessary. 
if the child is under, I believe the age is 18, they're not going to need an ID. Um, my, my children do have passports, but I don't use them unless we are actually traveling internationally. Right. So domestically, but, yeah, they don't need anything like no. that. And that'll kind of put your, your mind at ease. Um, I, yeah. I want to go back to just, I think the first thing it, that makes it less stressful, leaving on time. How do you know what leaving on time means? <laughs> <laughs> well, it really, it really will vary by the air, you know, depending on what airport you go to. We travel out of Atlanta, and as most people know, Atlanta is a large airport, and just getting from one side of the airport to the other, it can be, can take some time. Security you know, you could get security and it take you five minutes or you could get to security and it could take you an hour. We like to leave and give ourselves two hours just because Atlanta is huge. But we also, I like to let my kids play for quite a while before we get on the plane. So we leave two hours. We try to get to the airport two hours before our flight even leaves so that my kids can play. We can get a snack. We can not be rushed. Um, but that's not necessary for all airports. But your your flight will close you know, sometimes even 10 minutes prior to departure. So you have to be at that gate. Yeah, the, small air, I was going to say, the last airport, thing you want to do is try to be rushing with kids. <laughs> no, especially, you know, going through security, being scared you're going to miss your flight. And then you've got to get the kids and you've got to get all the stuff. And then you're going to be really glad you get to leave their shoes on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. Um, well, on the plane, I, I guess... We don't have to worry as much. On the plane, I will say this. I think it's just like you said as far as security goes. People are a lot more understanding than I think moms are ready for. Right. Um, I my, my husband usually meets us at our destination, and I generally travel with my two small children by myself. And I have found people will rush to help you. They want, you know, men want to be that knight in shining armor and other women see, you know, this mom trying to get the bag up in the overhead bin. And, you know, everybody is so very helpful. And also I have found that if you approach the flight crew or the gate agent or whoever, and you just ask for help kindly, they're going to help you. Mm -hmm. Well, these are all good tips and I appreciate your time. She is an expert. She's a mom blogger, a homeschool blogger. And do you have, how can people find all of your information, your blogs? And also, you have some books out, right? I, I have written a book. I wrote Flying with Kids, which is a guide to what every parent should know when they go fly with kids. And I also wrote Frugal Life Hacks. It's a new book I just published. Um, and I give all that away on my website. It's pamgan.com. Well, I, you P-A-M-G-A-N-N. Can't, you can't beat giving it away. <laughs> P-A-M-G-A-N-N dot com. Yes, ma'am. All right. And uh, I follow her on Twitter. You should do the same thing. And we'll put a link up uh, with our MomCast uh, social as well. Uh, just a good resource to have because we're all going to be traveling here heading into spring and summer. So thank you, Pamela, for being part of MomCast. We appreciate it. Thank you so much, Stacy. I'm Candy. I'm from Lewis Center. I'm Sarah. I'm from Lewis Center. Traveling with kids, did you 
fly? Did you do road trips? Did you guys do the family vacations? We've done it all. We've done cruises. We've done all-inclusives. We've flown. We've driven. We've done it all. Which has been the most challenging thing, do you think? Um, Because for me, I only have one. And when she was little, I couldn't believe all the stuff that had to go. And if you flew... First of all, if you drove, you had a lot of stuff. But if you flew, then you had to figure out what to check, what not to check, what can go on. I mean, you had to think so far ahead. And then you had to go through security and, you know. For flying, I always give them each a backpack. And I put candy and some things that keep them entertained throughout the flight. Got to think about their ears popping. Um, So you always want to throw some gum in there. and then just some activities. But um, as far as traveling in the car, it's usually the hardest because they get bored. You ever had any incidents like with flying or your kid have a meltdown or? No, I did one time have one of them had a dirty diaper as soon as they shut the door. I changed (laughs) it in the seat. But um, other than that, I've really not had any issues with the flying. It's been pretty, pretty easy. I'm sorry, that's funny, because that's yeah. perfect. That, that's yeah. exactly how it happens, yeah. too. Yes. All right. Let's talk to you. you got mm-hmm. twins. Yes. They're little. They let's are. talk about traveling. Because yes. I'm going to be honest, I didn't really take our daughter on a plane till she was over one year old, because I was freaked out about it. Yeah. I just, I thought, I can't haul all this stuff, and what if she poops her diaper what if she throws up I mean you know right. all those things I think we get more freaked out than everybody else yeah. might get so what have you have you been all right flying have you yeah, done we those fly things every year we actually flew with them when they were a month old oh my gosh yeah and it was crazy um to Florida um but then after that my son got really sick with R- RSV um uh. and I think it was probably from a bad decision of taking them on a flight that young um but yeah we have to carry a bunch of stuff it's train wreck to get out of the car my husband would drop me off at the front of the um, airport with a bunch of bags and the kids and we would sit there while he parked um, and then we would have to then find our way to make it to the area where we can get in wow yes and um, as far as temper tantrums the only one that's thrown a temper tantrum on any of our flights is my daughter and my husband happened to have her at the time so he was like flipping out because (laughs) He doesn't, you know, he hates when people think, oh my gosh, there's kids sitting beside us and now my daughter's the one that's throwing a temper tantrum. And I just kind of laughed. <laughs> you know what I thought you were going to say when you said the only ones had a temper tantrum? I thought you were going to say, is me. Me, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Because yeah. you, you yeah. can tell the moms. Right. I mean, even if like their husband has the kids and yeah. then they meet up or something. You can tell the moms yeah. that are getting ready on, to right. get on a flight. Yeah. We all have the same look oh, yeah. of terror, exhaustion, and yeah. frustration yeah. on our face. And yeah. yeah, maybe a little tipsy. All right, yeah. Shelly. I have an 18-year-old and a 5-year-old. We did have a mishap. It was uh, a little road trip coming from Birmingham, Alabama. And uh, the little one that's five, almost six, had a, a whole bag of Sour Patch Kids <laughs> that she got a hold of. Okay. And... Uh, <laughs> gonna love this because I stopped at a gas station I ran in to go to the restroom and I had the child lock on so the 18 year olds in the front seat the five-year-olds in the back child locks on five-year-old wants to get sick because she ate a whole bag of Sour Patch Kids and the 18 year old couldn't get the door open because mom had gotten out of the car and in all good intentions sure left the doors locked and 
yeah, I came back out of the, the little gas station and the 18-year-old was looking at me with her hands up and that look on her face and I knew something had gone awfully bad wrong. Now, and, uh, for yeah. those of us that <laughs> haven't seen that, what does that look like? <laughs> well, <clears throat> it didn't look good, but I'll tell you what, I was very lucky because I was in Kentucky and I was in a place where people were very, very nice and the women right. were giving me many, many towels and lots oh. of rags and they, they felt very bad for me because I just walked in the gas station and I said, I need help. You got to help me. Oh my so gosh. They, they helped me out and we still had about five or six hours. It was outside of Louisville. So it was, it was a... Were you so, able to get it out of the... Oh, yes. Yeah. I mean, I, I hate to be too graphic, oh, but no, it was just ahead. a bunch of sour patch sure. kids. Sure. So, I mean. I mean, were they chewed up? Uh, not very Not much. very. <laughs> <laughs> I want to really. know. See, I, wanna, I would think no. they'd come out looking whole. Mm, no, like you'd see the kids they all weren't. intact. Thing is, no matter how good or bad your road trip or flying story is with the kids, you got to do it because it's memories. And more so than not, you make some good memories. So I hope this spring break season, you whether it's a staycation or you get to hit the road, that you enjoy yourself and get out there and make some good memories. Have a great week. And thanks, as always, for listening to MomCast. Don't forget to rate us, to talk about us, give us a review. It gets the word out. Have a great week.